everyone. Welcome back to Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And we're here for another episode talking about recent documentaries, movies, and TV shows we've watched in the last half of 2020 and some of our recommendations of some television that you can watch if you're looking to be stimulated, if you need a distraction from what's going on right now, or if you just want to be enlightened with things that you might not have known are kind of going on or existing in the TV world. So we have a little hit list here. We're going to kind of go down and we're going to just kind of chime in kind of like a general overview of you know, what each program was about, kind of like how we feel about it, and, um, you know, whether or not we would recommend or review it. So, um, in the last few weeks, um, I don't know how many of you all are familiar with Borat. It came out about 14 years ago. Sasha Baron Cohen, um, he is like a genius, <laughs> among other things, but he decided to do Borat, a subsequent movie, which is a follow-up to his original movie, Borat, and um, yeah, I think he made a really good case for kind of underlying some of the issues that really plague the United States in terms of just the way we talk about and think about women and, and children and politics and... It, it, I don't know, Daryl. What, what do you think? Yeah, I love the movie. Um, he was back to his old tricks. He couldn't do much of the things. He, was, he wasn't able to move as easily through America now that he's gotten several movies out. And so he worked around that. And uh, this movie apparently was filmed this year. And the coronavirus hit this year. And nobody was expecting that. And so... In the movie, you see him, you know, deal with the coronavirus, like, in real time. It was really much, it was really, it was a, a movie and, like Mary said, like a documentary, but it was not really a documentary because it was sort of like a, you know, it's sort of like scripted reality, um, similar to, I would say similar to some of, like, the Johnny Knoxville and uh, Tom Green, you know, shows from the from the past like from MTV where you just sort of have this character doing things and so yeah the movie was great and it was you know it came out in October um, it had it featured the president's own personal uh, lawyer in the movie that was like a big thing I'm not gonna spoil what happened but um, yeah I was really happy with it so I would definitely recommend it yeah, I liked it. I, like I said, aside from the entertainment piece, I think that he was just able to kind of really subtly and really kind of reveal and pull back some interesting constructs that are very pervasive in American culture. So it is a bit uh, um, raunchy. So I will give you that fair warning. It is not for the weak or the faint of heart at all. It's, 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 but it's, it's very thought-provoking, so I would highly recommend it. Moving on to us, another, another really interesting uh, documentary we watched on HBO. Daryl, I think you had read somewhere or, or um, somebody, I don't know if it was a podcast you listened to or article you read about The Vow, or is it just you just stumbled upon it? How did that go? Yeah, some of my friends from college were talking about it on Facebook, and it ended up being a long thread. And so uh, it piqued my interest. Um, they talked 
gripped about it being um, a sex cult documentary that was boring. So, you know, that's not the tagline that I'm pretty sure the, sh- the show would like to use, but mm-hmm. that, you know, and that's, that's how it was described. And so, yeah, I mean, it got my interest. Um, we had previously watched Wild Wild West on Netflix, which was another sex cult documentary. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, The Vow, you know, um, I'll go, I guess I can go into my thoughts. It was, uh, it, it was interesting. Uh, I was somewhat familiar with the story, but not nearly the full details. Well, maybe from your perspective, as someone being in the tech industry, weren't you telling me how, like, when Nexium came about, and it was this guy who was, like, considered somebody to have, like, the best or highest IQ, like, it even piqued your interest years ago before you actually knew what it was, like, the company itself? Right, and, you know, I'm coming out of uh, com- coming out of college, I wanted to work for the the best and the brightest company, and so I looked up, you know, okay, who has the highest IQ, and I found found this company, Nexium, and I didn't apply to work there because I was like, I was intimidated knowing that the, you know, the guy with the highest IQ in the world was the running the place. Mark Ranieri. And so, <laughs> thankfully, I didn't apply uh, because it turned out to be a, a cult. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah, and to that point, so Daryl had kind of like some level of like familiarity just with that this company even existed. So for me, I I didn't I knew none of this, and um, so we watched this documentary, and it was just really, it had just a really familiar kind of like tone to it that we've seen with other organizations or in other documentaries we've watched where it's like these people create this like set of standards for the way you live and the way you think and the way you can totally just dismantle all the things you've ever thought or felt about your life or it's like you know we're gonna break you down and then we're gonna build you back up so you can go out and be the best most authentic productive, useful, viable member of society. And Daryl and I have personally seen this in in instances. And so for us, it really resonated like, oh my goodness, you know, these are tactics that these type of organizations use to try to really chip away at people because it's like, I'm going to tear you down. I'm going to help you just just melt all of these things from your life out of your life and then I'm going to restore or rebuild you and in theory you know I guess one could argue maybe it is good to deprogram so you could become a better version but in reality these people are playing mind games they're manipulators they hypnotize people and they turn people's innermost thoughts and insecurities and fears they hold them hostage with with those type of things and 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 to just kind of watch it unfold and see how it works and see the kind of mind melding and mind bending things that these people do it's really criminal and it's really sad because you know these are people that are just seeking enlightenment or seeking a better way and they're being totally taken they're being totally taken advantage of because of that I mean, that's just generally my takeaway from it. I would recommend it to anybody who, I don't know, who is just willing to kind of just allow themselves to really objectively look at how these kind of organizations work and the kind of tactics they use to try to manipulate people. 
but it it was really sad that in the bottom at the in the underneath all of it there were it was human trafficking and sex trafficking going on underneath all of the facade of what this company was allegedly about yeah and the the real takeaway is that i mean it helps to look at these kind of programs because so this uh nexium touted itself as like a personal growth company and they had an executive success program Mm -hmm. and really i mean it kind of highlights other sort of programs and things that i've seen in you know real life you know because everybody's trying to make it out here Mm -hmm. and certain companies will say hey we have the answer right but uh you have to ask yourself okay they're okay their purported goal is to help me achieve success but i mean they have to be making some money in some way they have to stay around in some fashion and right this company has its own goals that it's trying to achieve right and so that's not really a question that most people ask and watching this tells you why you should ask that question because you know the, the so the military does similar does something similar they break people down and then they build them up to be soldiers right and you know to an extent uh there's a lot of good ins- institutions that'll do that but do you ha- but knowing the goal of the institution and knowing the goal of the people that are in charge is paramount because when you don't then you fall into all kind of traps and stuff right and this is another another example of that and right. um we know i mentioned wild wild west earlier that mm-hmm. was another uh, sort of thing where people were seeking enlightenment, but right. um, at what you know, at, at what cost? cost? At what cost? So, yeah, definitely a, um, a good thing to watch if you're just curious about you know these kinds of Growth organizations pro- mm-hmm. and programs and, yeah. and what they do and how they operate. Right, right, and just I think honestly, it should objectively. I think anybody should objectively be willing to look at it to really truly understand that everything in life is transactional. It's a business, you know, and I won't say everything, but a lot of things are transactional. And in my opinion, the more I grow or the more I develop or the more I ascend in something, it shouldn't have to cost me 10 and 20 and $30,000 for me to continually stay on a journey of trying to really figure out who I am like at a, at a certain level you have to understand these people are making money from you because you're you know because they can see that they've cracked you open and so I don't know it was it was just super enlightening it was it was very informative and I would strongly suggest you know anybody that is willing to objectively look at this consider looking at it all nine episodes on hbo it's called the vow about a company called nexium and its leader mark ranieri and guess what uh this is recent enough that um information about the true outcome of what happened with this organization and its leader is in the news so not only can you watch it and go along on the journey but you can actually have a complete footnote in how it really ends and what happens to the people involved in some of the things that they were doing to these people so um yeah i I got kind of caught up (laughs) i got kind of caught up in that because this it's just one of those things that just kind of hits home on a lighter note, Dave Chappelle, um, my next guest needs no introduction. That's David Letterman's show on Netflix. Dave Chappelle was his most recent guest, and it staged 
um, on in a space where Dave Chappelle has kind of been hosting socially distant distance events in um, was it Yellow Springs, Ohio? This near his home. Near his home, and Dave Chappelle came and and or David Letterman came and met with him. And they had a really interesting conversation about the political scene, about Dave Chappelle walking away from Comedy Central and all of the money and just his entire journey um, being in the entertainment industry and more or less how he has found solace in just living, staying in the community he was raised in and working with his neighbors and the importance of being in a small community and building and investing and living in a small community. And so, you know, I thought it was a really great episode. It's very thought provoking. It's on Netflix. Daryl, what, what were your thoughts about it? So, uh, full disclosure, I'm a full fan. I'm a big fan of Dave Chappelle, anything. So right. <laughs> this didn't disappoint. Um, you know, it was, uh, in inter- it was interviewing him and it put the focus on on his life, you know, through the lens of David Letterman. Um, so I learned some new things. Uh, it was interesting hearing Dave Chappelle talk about like what a big deal Dave Letterman was right. for uh, comedians in the in in New York and in the comedy scene, right. and how he gave a platform to so many comedians. Um, I found that interesting because, like, I, so I was born in the 80s. I was born in 1980. Mm-hmm. And I've always heard about, uh, and I've seen Johnny Carson and David Letterman. And I watched much more Johnny Carson, uh, you know, because it came on, at, I believe, at like 1030 in, in, this time, so, in this time zone. And David Letterman was a late show. It came on afterwards. But, um, yeah, I was, I didn't know that, you know, that, I, and I learned this, that, like, Dave, that David Letterman was the one that sort of gave this platform to comedians, you know, in those days, mm-hmm. and that Johnny Carson, uh, sort of started doing that because of the, um, because it was working. Um, right. And, you know, in the end, David Letterman also, you know, they both started, they, they you know, took ideas and borrowed, borrowed ideas from each other, but, um... You know, seeing just how big of an impact it had on Dave Chappelle to get his, like, first shot on that show. Mm-hmm. And how Dave Chappelle revered David Letterman. And he gave, at the end, this, uh, you know, like, Dave, David Letterman was asking him this final question. And Chappelle started out being like, oh, no, it's I'm all, you know... Thank you, man. Thank you. Right. And and Larry was like, no, I don't want to. You know, you don't. I don't mean to be patronizing. I'm not saying this to say thank you, thank you. And then Chappelle just gives gives this heartwarming like answer to to just say like how how big of a uh, like how big he sees Letterman. Right. How big of a deal it was for Letterman to come to his hometown and interview him. Right. And how just this opportunity is like him being a little kid and him right right just, uh you know getting a visit from his hero so it just it paints like a much bigger picture of Chappelle and Letterman mm-hmm. uh and I yeah I thoroughly enjoyed it yep so we both highly recommend um 
we honestly haven't had a chance to really get too deep into this next show. It's called The Boys. Um, we were having a Lovecraft Country withdrawals, and The Boys is like kind of a recommended new series on HBO. So we can't give any reviews on what we think of it yet. First impressions, it's interesting. It's different. Um, and so we'll just probably leave a pin in there for now, but that is something that we've just recently started watching. Your any... Okay, yeah, well, you know, first impressions, it looks interesting. It's got a guy with a British accent, and there's, like, superpowers, so that might be cool. Right. <laughs> a good first start with Land Foundation. And last but not least, we've watched this earlier this summer, and then we just recently watched it again. It's on Disney Plus under the National Geographic section, and... I could be saying the name wrong. Forgive me if I am. I think it's going into the Grand Canyon or beyond the Grand Canyon. or It has something to do with the Grand Canyon in the title. Um, shame on me for not knowing specifically. But it's about these two men um, who are like creators. They're writers, news reporters, adventurers, and they're best friends. And they prematurely decide to just up pack things up, go into the Grand Canyon. They fail miserably because they are totally ill-informed and ill-prepared to really traverse the Grand Canyon properly. So they go back to square one where they do research, they talk to people, they learn that there are several different ways to actually hike or traverse the Grand Canyon, and they totally reprogram how they approach it and then you get a chance to kind of watch them go through the Grand Canyon. I don't think I realized, and Daryl and I, you know, you were just, we were talking about, we didn't realize how vast the Grand Canyon was, how long it was, or how wide or deep. And so if you are honestly looking for something to kind of really just blow your mind, and it's probably the only way you'll ever really be able to see the Grand Canyon, because most, most average people wouldn't be able to do this type of trek. Um, but it is just... It's, it's beautiful. It's just some of the scenery and the angles and the pictures. It's just mind-blowing how beautiful that the Grand Canyon is. Yeah. As you said, we've never been there, and we've only seen pictures. And we see now that the pictures that we've seen have only given, like, a very small portion of the Grand Canyon. Um, the documentary was great in that it had great visuals. Um it showed their, you know, what they went through um, as far as actually uh, trekking the whole entire, uh, you know, expanse of it. And then it also highlighted the uh, perils of the native people mm -hmm. that are trying to uphold the beauty of the canyon and not have it just fully commercialized. Yeah. And that was a very uh, eye-opening mm -hmm. part of the documentary. Um, it just lets you know that and reminds you that uh, beauty has to be preserved and it, it doesn't just happen on its own yeah and it's always seemingly a, a tug of war between commercialism versus uh you know like the natural beauty of the earth right right um yeah there's money to be made but at what cost at what cost say. at what cost yep so yeah so yeah we both went can we both say that we would highly recommend that absolutely yeah so again if you are looking for some interesting things on tv just a rundown we highly recommend borat we highly recommend the vow 
we recommend highly highly recommend dave chappelle on netflix on david letterman's my my next guest needs no introduction um we can't really recommend or give any impression about the boys we just starting out with that one but we are interested and then lastly um the documentary about the Grand Canyon on Disney Plus under the National Geographic section. Totally different from all the other stuff we mentioned, but definitely one of those things like soul food in that you get a chance to learn something that you might not have never known. You get a chance to see beautiful imagery and you get a chance to be reminded that industry and capitalism and, you know, construction sometimes is not worth what it's offering you if it if it means that nature and and the earth and the planet have to just continually be compromised for it so yeah really great tv to check out and once again this concludes our what you should be watching in 2020 episode we hope you enjoyed it we hope that we've piqued your interest into things you can check out on tv great distractions great knowledge great education and we just love being able to bring this kind of content to you guys so thanks again so much you can check us out please follow us on instagram and facebook and subscribe to us through apple podcast google podcast tune in stitcher chromecast spotify you name it we're there all right everybody it's been real all right see you